Hello and welcome to Straight Talk, where we talk about today's issues, news, sports, health, fall. I am your host, Leroy, and talking for, and thank you for joining us today. And remember that every Sunday an all-new episode comes out, so make sure you check us out on Sundays. It may not be a certain time, but it will be a certain show, okay? On today's episode, we're going to cover a few topics in the news, as well as health, um, sports, and some other stuff. So... Again, thank you for joining us here today. I appreciate everybody tuning in to the show, Straight Talk. So, I was just perusing through the uh, news breaks here, trying to get some topics to talk about. I didn't do a formal outline of every topic we're going to talk about today, kind of off-the-cuff type of episode today. And I just saw something that was kind of sports-related, kind of news-related here. I see that Larissa Pippen former wife of ex-Chicago Bull Scotty Pippen, is now dating another person. Now they have a tumultuous relationship back and forth of each other. One's accusing of cheating. The other one's accusing of just dating way, way out of her age range there, Miss Larissa Pippen. Larissa? Larissa Pippen? I don't know how to say her name exactly, but anyway. So, the person she is dating... Is his ex-teammate, at least allegedly, ex-teammate Scotty, as Michael Jordan's son, Marcus. <laughs> Somebody has a little axe to grind there, a little revenge to give. If I would say so myself, that's pretty kind of uh, out there and kind of weird. To think she's just going off the cuff and dating somebody like... Michael Jordan's son Marcus seen kissing in New York City. So, they were in New York City. Larissa Pippen divides the nails further between Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan's friendship. So, which pretty much is a blow to their friendship, if anything. Over the last few years, the brotherhood that broke records with the Chicago Bulls during the 90s has been awful. Michael Jordan has released a documentary series called The Last Dance, in which he raised um, protocol of his name. But in the end of being a series of praises for Michael Jordan, but not his teammate who helped him, Scotty, who was outraged by the way his series and showcased what has happened during the 1997 title run. He said that MJ had taken all the credit to himself and made it seem although his teammates had nothing to do with the Bulls complete, um, completing their second three-peat. So, now we have another thing that's kind of hurting their friendship there if there was any recourse of getting them back to being friends and cool with each other again we have his ex-wife dating marcus jordan uh the actual son of mj well i guess he's mj too so we had that's quite a situation there and in other entertainment news we have our uh a vocalist or friend there, Post Malone, hospitalized. I'm having trouble breathing, he said. Post Malone has canceled his concert at the time at the Garden in Boston tonight, sharing notes on the Instagram that says he has been hospitalized and will be under unable to perform. I'm having very, um, very difficult time of breathing. There's stabbing pains whenever I breathe or move, he wrote. Pitchforks has reached out to... What? Represent for Post Malone for comments. Pitchforks. Whatever the heck that is. Post Malone has been on tours in the U.S. 
in support of his latest album, 12 Quart Touch. At this concert in St. Louis last week, the singer tripped and fell onto an open stage, briefly holding the show. He returned to the stage in 15 minutes and continued to perform. Afterwards, he said he was given some pain meds at the hospital and has been cleared to resume his tour. So we do Sorry, just clicking here to read some more. So now apparently this situation is causing some more defects or injuries to him as he tries to go on his tour some more. And then we have some storms happening. Where we go there. Trying to bring it up there. And for all those people in the Philippines, please, please. I know they have a Category 5. I think it was Tusami, I think it was. But a Category 5 that is heading over there. So all the people in the Philippines, please, please be safe. And be, you know, keep safe. Keep stuff going. And hopefully it doesn't hit you as bad as they predict, okay? So, our thoughts are with you guys out there, and all the other places being affected. Puerto Rico, who's been affected with the storm and loss of power and food and water and stuff, please. If you can, please reach out and help these people, because they're really in need of it right now. So, if you have the means to do so, please lend that hand and help everybody, okay? Floridians are, Floridians are breathing, bracing for the tropical storm, Irene which is expected to rapidly intense and become a hurricane Sunday afternoon, hitting the west Co- hitting western Cuba, bringing with them threatens of storm winds, strong winds, storm surges of heights of 9 to 14 feet, according to the National Hurricane Center. Irene's expected pathway beyond Tuesday remains unclear. The storm, which developed Friday in the Central Caribbean Sea, is expected to reach the U.S. later this week. But with models showing whipping sprees of possible scenarios it is too early to know where the storm will hit mean when and how strong it will be meteorologists are predicting the storm will peak at a category four strength over the eastern gulf of mexico in the days in the three days but irene is expected to weaken before reaching florida still floridians official florida's officials are urging residents to prepare for the worst and the hurricane center warning Sunday morning of the risk of dangerous storm surges, hurricane force winds, and heavy rainfall, along with the west coast of the Florida and the Panhandle. So, Florida is bracing for the storm, who has already wreaked tons of havoc everywhere and is hitting many places. So, for all those who are affected already by the storm, again, our thoughts are with you. And if you can, please reach out to help these people, because they are going to need it urgently. So... Hopefully everybody out there that can lend a hand does. And I was looking at this article, which is kind of sports related as well. Um, Our hearts go out to the parents of a 16-year-old Xavier McLaren, 16-year-old freshman at the Linden High School in New Jersey, who, um, you know, during a game got a rough hit and um, he lost his life the other day. Um, The uh, Lisa... McLaren, the boy's um, mother. I don't think it gives the father's name here. Oh, Norm McLaren said. Okay. So, Norm and Lisa McLaren, our thoughts are with you. Our condolences. It's sad. You know, a kid just trying to play sports and have some fun, and he takes such a brutal hit and gets injured like he did. 
it's a horrible, horrible scenario for all involved, as well as the family, you know, a parent, speaking as a parent myself, parents are not supposed to bury their children, their children are supposed to bury them, and that, what makes it hurt even more, I don't think, I can't even fathom the idea of losing my son, and um, having to do that, I don't, that would completely and utterly break me to no point. So, those people right there, I feel for you guys so much. It's a horrible, horrible thing. Um, the community reached out to wish their, you know, condolences to the family and everything. The father said this is what he was scared of when his son decided to play football. And as we all can imagine, it is something that's very, very scary for all. Um... Just uh, take a moment there to catch our thoughts there as we talk about such a tragic, tragic situation with everyone. It's just complete and utter madness. Um, also in news, another sad 14-year-old Hudson Valley girl mysteriously goes missing. Um, police are asking for the public's health and finding a young Hudson Valley girl who has been missing since Tuesday. Tuesday, yes. On Thursday, the tune of Walkill? Police in Orange County released images of the young girl who has, who they say is missing person. The children is identified as Annalisa Perez, 14-year-old girl from the town of Walkill. A fire released by the town of Walkill Police State that the girl was last seen on September 20th leaving a friend's house on the Hartford Street, Hanford Street, in Midtown. This appears to be the type, typo. No, we weren't able to locate Hanford Street, but the street is located between West Main and Amagon Avenue. So I'm not familiar with the place up there. So if I'm messing up the names of your town there, sorry about that. Perez is described as a five foot tall, two inch with honey brown hair and brown eyes. Profile of this young girl from five years ago is still posted in mid in um middletown school district website analyst annalisa was interviewed about being a student at william a carter elementary and listed being an honor student as one of the greatest accomplishments the students credit her presence as her inspiration and demand one day getting a scholarship to a really good school and becoming a lawyer when asked what she would do if she was given one of the one million dollars perez answered i would split it buy f food for the people who need it and give a chunk of money to my family and that last bit would keep would be to keep for myself so very caring and giving girl there hopefully everything's all right and um the town of Wallkill police department has a number at 845 692-6757. If you have any information, please reach out to them. It's a desperate, situ desperate situation right now that we find this young girl before it's too late. And then we have a little bit of a space. NASA is about to crash into an asteroid. Uh, here's how it's watched. An asteroid minding its own business not too far from Earth, is about to get knocked out by a visitor from the planet. On Monday, NASA doubled asteroid receiving test spacecraft, or DART, is set to collide with the, with the 
um, large mass. A small asteroid that is the moon of a large space rock, Dismos. Well, these near-Earth objects does not immediate threat to our world. NASA launched the DART last year to test the techniques that could one day be used for a planetary defense. Here's what we need to know about the mission. So the DART is set to crash into this asteroid at 14,000 miles per hour, Eastern Monday, and 7.14 p.m. Eastern Time Monday. NASA travels with broadcast coverage of the end of the mission being at 6 p.m. If, if all you want to watch is the stream of the photos from the spacecraft, it is close on the asteroid that NASA media channel will be broadcasting those at 5.30 p.m. Why is NASA crashing into an asteroid? NASA is just wasting its expensive expenses. Perhaps the spacecraft for fun? The agency is doing its job. In 2005, Cong Congress set the, ma the mandate for NASA to find by 2020 90% of the near-Earth asteroids that will be big enough to destroy a city. Those that are 460 feet or wider in diameter, but coverage never gave NASA much money to perform the task. So it remains more than unfaithful, unfinished with about 15,000 more such asteroids to discover. While the agency is searching for the heavens and deadly space rocks, it is also developing methods to respond to these should one emerge. The DART mission isn't like the movie Armageddon. Blowing up an asteroid generally would not be a good thing to do. Rather, the mission is to proof Chris demonstration of hitting an asteroid with a projectile that can nudge it into a different orbit or a different direction. So that's pretty cool. So I guess there's a whole thing to this military space war that our ex-president Mr. Trump there wanted to do. So there's a little bit more to it than we thought. Now this is some news I read this morning. I was pretty shocked. James Earl Jones signs over the rights to the voice of Darth Vader. Um, <laughs> the retirement from the legendary role. James Earl Jones, one of the most distinctive voices in history of the film, appears to have made the steps... To step back from voicing the Star Wars character Darth Vader after nearly 40 years in the role, Vanity Fair reported that the actor, age 91, has signed over the rights to his voice to the filmmakers using a new ally technology. Matthew Wood of the Lucasfilm told the magazine that the actor wishes to keep Vader alive. He had mentioned he was looking into winding down the particular character, would tell Vanity Fair, so he was moving forward. Jones made his debut as the legendary Star Wars villain in 1977 film, and following his up with his voices, seemed to characters through a franchise up with his point both big and small screen. He has most recently starred in the characters for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series on Disney+, Plus, while actor David Browell dresses in the di distinctive black uniform of his Seath Lord for the original film. It was Jones who approved, who provided the unique deep tones of the complex Vader. Besides his work with the sci-fi epic, Jones is also celebrating EGOT. He received an honorary Academy Award in 2011, having the nominated for the Best Actor in the 1970s, Great White Hope. So there you have it. Mr. James Old Jones is stepping down as 
the dark man himself, Mr. Darth Vader. So that's a little, um, yeah. I don't know how I feel about someone else being Darth Vader. Just kind of weird. Kind of uncanny. You always picture James Earl Jones as Darth Vader. So, moving on with some more celebrity slash sports kind of sports entertainment news, if you will. Not Jericho's Appreciation Society, but sport, another sports entertainment. Now, I'm not a huge fan of this next person, but we he does deserve a nod today, Mr. John Cena. Not a fan of his wrestling style or his technique, but hey, the guy's done a lot of good. John Cena is adding another trophy to his belt. The wrestler turned actor has officially broke the Guinness World Record for the most. Make-A-Wish Foundation wishes granted 650. So thank you. Mr. John Cena. That's a great accomplishment. I really do appreciate it and give you kudos for that one. More than the Hollywood rep um, reporter, comedy brand, second city name, semi semen workshop, Hill CEO exclusive, WWE promoter Triple H, Polovec, and chief of operations. Um, WWE says Vincent Mann probed. Oh, this is all just about the stuff with. I don't know why they put that in the middle. The stuff we're talking about. Mr. John Cena here. The pacemaking actor is the most requested Make-A-Wish celebrity. With over, with other stars even coming close to gathering as many wishes as Cena has. In the forefront. Oof. When he was honored for granting 500 wishes in 2015... Cena opened up about the foundation and how much he enjoys doing the he does. I just drop everything Cena said at this time. And if he can offer a fantastic experience, I'll be the first in line to be part of it. Cena has been gathering wishes since 2002 and a few years after. And he began his career as a professional wrestler as he popularly six-time world champion soared. So did the children request him for grant the wish? The Wake West Foundation mission statement reads, Together, we create life-changing wishes for children with um, critical issue, illnesses, adding, wishes are more than just the nice things. They are for more than gifts or singular events in time. Just the act of making their wishes come true can give them the courage to comply with their medical treatment and continue. Of, of why the continuing grant kids wishes cena said i want them to have an experience that will stay with them forever i don't ever want the children or their families to be test treated in any way where they feel as if they're up against anything at all by themselves and they have someone to get their back so that is really cool mr john cena like i said not a fan of your wrestling but that is freaking amazing thank you so much for all that you have done for these children, okay? So, another round of applause for our good guy, John Cena there. Now, something I've been noticing in news lately here in the East Coast. And this is kind of something that we've seen in other countries, more or less, than we do here even. And that is robberies on motorcycles and scooters. You see that more like other, like a lot of other countries. I've seen it in, you know, India, Philippines, uh... You know, all these other countries that have these people riding up in Mexico and, and different Spanish um, countries and stuff. Where these people just ride up on a scooter 
with a gun or whatever, jump off and rob or do whatever to the person. It's just crazy. I actually saw one the other day, a video where the person was trying to attack the other person. Someone came over and helped them and got the gun from them. Like, thanks so much for the help. Like, that was really cool. Just jumping out there and doing what you did to help out the situation. Everybody does appreciate that, man. Whoever you are. So, thank you so much. But um, that's a little bit of a lighter note because it did work out that good. But it's been getting really bad. People getting robbed. Women getting sexually assaulted. And it's just crazy. Like, I guess people watch these videos online or whatever. And TikTok or whatever it is. And just decided, hey, this is a new way to rob people. We're going to take it out. First off, all the lackluster laws in New York with not having to post bail for certain crimes, letting people out because they didn't commit such a severe crime as we thought. So just letting people go is a little bit crazy for me. So <laughs> if you're, uh, you know, that's just way out there kind of nuttiness. So crime is on the rise. I guess they're doing it for votes. I guess. I don't know. Crime is on the rise. Pays are going down. The price of everything is going up here in the East Coast. So, if you live on the East Coast, be prepared to get robbed on a motorcycle. Watch yourself out there. I, I, I'm trying not to poke fun at it. It's just crazy to think that people just watch videos, see this, and just try to go and do it. And they're actually being kind of successful with this situation. So, who the heck knows anymore? I don't that's for sure so i don't even know what to say at that it's this complete and utter lunacy and craziness and this weirdness I, I i don't even know how to describe it um and remember I, I i saw something the other day where they were talking about sexual assault remember it's not just a crime it's not a sexual crime it's a crime of of you know doing harm to somebody really harming a violent violent crime to somebody it's not just a sexual time sexual crime so don't ever think of it that way make sure you categorize the crime as it should be and something has to be given something has to go something has to be done because this is just getting crazy the crime here in the east coast is getting crazy the prices of everything is going up i just saw a video the other day on um, youtube of a 600 dollar apartment in midtown manhattan and i don't even know how they called it an apartment it was like a closet with a stove not even a st well yeah it did have a very very small stove with a little burner but it was so small no matter what you cook it's gonna smell everywhere i didn't even recall seeing a window in the place and then it had a little ladder that goes up to a bed that if you turned in your sleep you slam into the ceiling of the bed six hundred dollars you have to move something out of the way to get something so go into youtube and type in um cheapest manhattan apartments and you'll see some pretty outrageous things i mean you'll see these other videos on um like hgtv and stuff and on youtube of course where you see people making these small little tiny houses which are really really kind of cool and really they really think it out and like create it which is kind of amazing but um this is really cool to see that and those apartments or those little tiny houses make these tiny 600 dollars apartments look like the closet inside the tiny house so this is crazy what some people would um label as a house so 
that just shows you right there that's a $600 house or a regular apartment goes for what a house goes in other states so with a mortgage on another house so I don't know New York I don't know what you're doing the allure of living in New York and saying you're from New York it does not seem in that much of a thing to brag about anymore and just seen as a thing to get the hell out as quick as humanly possible to start looking for other places I mean like even just going into the grocery store groceries that would have cost just three years ago like seventy dollars is like a cup like a hundred and something 120 130 it adds up and then you know we have the excuse well the gas has gone down no that ain't that, that's not it man it has to go up i just did an oil change and it went way up on my vehicle i just had to go to the place and do the oil change and it went way way up like what fifteen dollars more and i know it's just fifteen dollars but $15 here, $10 here, $5 here, $3 here. It adds up. Especially when the income's not going up. Price of living's going way, way up. The income's not even moving. It's not even settling out. So there's a big differential there. So please, people. I don't know what's next. I, if you live on the East Coast, most likely getting the hell out is the most thing. I guess when everybody leaves... And they see that there's only crazies and criminals here. I guess they'll start realizing, hey, we screwed up. Maybe we should change this. Hopefully it's not too late and you'll have some people that will actually move back here to the East Coast. So, that's all I have to say about the craziness going on here. Um, I mean, just go on YouTube and stuff. You can see it. Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, all that is just completely and utterly, like, wacky. I don't even get it anymore. And a lot of people are getting the hell out. I don't know people, relatives, friends, family. Who are just getting the hell out and don't want to come back and will not come back. And I kudos to them because I will be the next one getting the heck out of the East Coast. So, before we wrap it up there, let's talk about some health for you, man. Alright? I did see an interesting picture on the good old Facebook there the other day of the arteries. If you want to look it up, you can um, actually put it in the Google machine and check it out. It was the arteries of a person that eats meat or a carnivore or a carnivore diet. And then also they had the um, arteries of a person that eats like a balanced, I guess, diet, but eats a lot of meat. And they had the arteries of a vegetarian and the um, arteries of a vegan there's a big difference there. Remember, one of the leading causes of, of death in America is heart disease. This ain't helping it. This is making it worse. So, that's one of my suggestions. So check that out. Maybe think, rethink your strategies there. But I also wanted to talk about lifting weights. Like the cardio, get your heart pumping, get you moving. Just do it for that. Do it to keep your body moving, to get you going, to get the heart rate going, to keep your heart pumping healthy and good. Use it as that. Don't use it as a weight loss. The weight loss starts in the kitchen, not on the bike, not on the treadmill, not on the Stairmaster. So make sure you do that type of cardio to keep the heart going. Make sure you do the lifting the weights, the strength training, the um, what, the band training, the resistant training. Um, I forgot what you call the other stuff where you... Uh, like the twisting and turning with the weight counterweights and stuff like that. I forgot what exactly you call it, but 
I'm not into that that much, but I have seen people that do it, and it's pretty cool. They, they, I could not keep up with them, and I lift weights all the time, so. But um, lifting the weights, you don't have to be Arnold Schwarzenegger or Ronnie Coleman or Jay Cutler or anything like that. But lifting the weights does help cut shred the the muscles. That I meant shred the fat, because once you stop with the cardio, once you stop, that's it. It's over. You're not burning any more calories. With the weights, your muscles are still working and moving and grooving. You're still going. That is keeping it. That is keeping the fat burning. You're still burning up that energy. And, of course, like I said with the vegan, you know, there it's a little bit harder to get protein. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, get plenty of protein, those vegans. Yeah, they're fine. It is harder. 150% harder. So, definitely... If you decide to switch to being a vegan, think about that first, okay? So you would definitely need to take care of that in that situation. So, as we close out the show here, just reaching over here to get my little call of action paper. So please remember, everybody, please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. Share with your family and friends. Make sure they check it out, too. You can check us out on Anchor, Spotify, and Google, and all the rest where you find your favorite podcasts like this one. My final words are, I'm your host, Leroy, and thanks for listening. Please join us next week as we give another exciting and riveting episode. Thanks again for watching, and I really do appreciate it. Have a great, great day and a great week.